it, it, it is a little generic the way I prompted it, but... Yeah, no, hey, I can listen. Here. If you want to know, I got him. The robot is telling me. <laughs> the robot is telling me. Is he like fucking Nick is being controlled by a custodian? Like, we really just. We just talked about this. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast. It's your favorite host with the most, Sam the Bomb. And of course, with me every week is Knock the Chalk. Ready for the action now, Danger Boy. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what else you want me to Danger say. Danger Boy. Danger Boy. What, what an Dude, intro I'm... to an episode. <laughs> Danger Boy. Dude, yeah, freaking um, uh, Danny has this week off because she's busy peeing. She had to pee today. She was like, guys. Danny's monthly pee. No, bi-monthly pee. God, could you imagine only peeing twice a month? I would love that. That would suck. <laughs> I like all You'd get, like, poisoned. <laughs> yeah, but what if you're just, like, your digestive system is just so good? Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. You just it just evaporates from your skin in a piss mist. Sudi went to school, went to culinary school with somebody who only like they only crapped like once a week. I know somebody who's like almost at that level. <laughs> oh really? It's crazy to me, dude. This sounds like crazy an Aeon Flux episode, kinda. Sounds like an Aeon Flux episode. These cats shit like fifteen times a day as clean their boxes. Anyway, <laughs> Nick, I think that I like that. I thank you for bringing that up, Aeon Flux, because that's what we talking about today, foo. Eon Flux, and you may be you may be going, well, some that's not an anime. That's an MTV cartoon show, you bitch. First of all, shut up. This is our podcast. We do what we want. Okay. Second of all, you're probably out here going, well, some bruh, like. You guys should have done Avatar first for if you're gonna do blah blah blah. Look, I need to rewatch all of the Last Airbender. Okay, I don't know shit. I need to rewatch all of that. There's a lot of episodes that. to that. <laughs> yeah, that's. I need. To, I need to get back on that shit. Okay, so just chill out. Okay. And we would have um, to do Korra being, too. And we'd have to do Korra. Aren't they making um, a new the, series? They are. I guess they're doing a new cartoon series where it's like, in between, it takes place like ten years after. Okay. The first. Wait, was it? Th- oh, yeah. I heard about that. So we we could do the review closer to that. We could. That'd be kind of cool. We could, yeah. Um, my cabbages. Uh, but yeah, dude, freaking. Here's why Anne Flux is cool, right? Because it's done by this dude named Peter Chung. Peter Chung is this Korean American animator, and he was the creator and director of Anne Flux. And then he was this uh, character designer and creator of this anime called Rain the Conqueror. And this was actually like a fucking anime, okay? It was based on a, a reimagination of Alexander the Great um, on the novel by the same name by Hiroshi Aramada. And they hired him to do like the character designs and shit. So anyway, eventually we want, we're going to review that. We've talked about that in the past a few times, Rain the Conqueror. Or I guess Alexander Sankey is what it's called in Japan. That being said, 
let's start with Peter Chung's first work first. Uh, first work first. First work first. Before we get into all that, okay? And Eon Are Flux, we skipping the questions and stuff? No, 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 no. I was just I was just still going on. I was I was my bad. I was I was still popping off. No, I was just saying like that's what we're gonna do this episode, is we're gonna talk about Ian Flux. But like, yeah, let's let's just not waste time. I'm gonna tell you about this real quick. There it is. Okay, listen up, bitch. And links.animesummit.net. And also I am late on the YouTube apps. I was really bad uh busy last weekend, so I apologize. It's going up this weekend along with this episode. So for all of you who listen on YouTube, I apologize for being a yutz. Okay, first we have the computer problems, then we have the honey bear problems, and then now I'm just now it's just a yutz. I can't blame anyone else. I'm just I'm a yutz factor. Okay, uh, but those are going up. Um, and then uh, I think we yep. Oh, the rest of that is from last week. Okay, so uh, also reminder, Danny posted a thing on Twitter and in our Discord announcements. Um, if you want to pitch an isekai story for our isekai shark tank the deadline is may 14th on sunday 11 p.m eastern standard time and then also me and danny are doing a show swap where you we are swapping nana for sakura tyson or i swapped danny sakura tyson and they swap me nana and that episode comes out june 2nd so if you want to watch that with us do it do it right now okay and then yeah there you go nick Sorry about that. Move on to the question. Let's go. This is from Snowman, and they say, what's the lowest scored anime you've enjoyed? And then uh, Snowman's lowest scored is Godzilla Singular Point, which is a 6.4 on any list. But they gave it a 4, but they enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. What about you, I... That's a good question. Probably some random ass OVA that I've watched. All those are always scored really low on on Malin Analyst. Um, I don't. I don't know. Martian successor. <laughs> I like, Let's go. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, I I should just be like, uh, I don't watch bad shows. Mm-hmm. No, uh, but like, um, maybe perhaps I can't. Nimpu or whatever that one is. Ninku. Ninku, probably, just because no one can fucking finish it. Like, where. Seven, nobody... Well, that's a 7.03. That's not even that low. Probably one of those, like, dog skeleton mo- animal face Johnson shorts or something. <laughs> hey. What was the animal face Johnson short that you uh, liked? Shut up. Mm-hmm. Working buddies. There was one of them. I mean, there's a. There's 6.37. A of... There you go. Working Buddies, dude. Working Buddies is a 10 out of 10 show. Oh, either that or probably Catch It 1. I don't know. Oh, let's People don't understand. People don't know about Catch It 1, dude. 6.91. That's even higher. All right. Oh, okay. So catch Mine it is one probably School Days, if we're counting, like, real anime. Not not shorts. Uh, So, yeah. School Days. It has a 5.53. Oh, I guess for me, yeah, maybe it's school days then too, because I, you know, fun fact though. Either that or, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, that's I was I was I was done. I was gonna say fun fact: Kimono Friends was my lowest was the lowest. Oh yeah. But uh, partway through the season, it suddenly shot up when people figured out it was good. (laughs) Oh okay. Because it started the season as like a four. 
because people I think I remember it was that. like what is yeah. dude, what is this shit and then it's like oh it's a, this weird dystopian bittersweet show <laughs> so yeah mm-hmm. kimono friends everybody check it out season one at least fairy fa- fairy force five dude fairy anything force with five. fairy in the name is bad <laughs> just I'm just saying it now I'm just saying it fairy tale fans you heard me <laughs> oh man kidding. dude the that's the best one. <laughs> Let's just say it's the best fairy named show. <laughs> um, freaking waifu and husbando, Danny. Oh, that's okay. Hold on, I'll do it. I uh, think I think Danny's gonna log into the call. Beep boop, beep boop, beep. That's Danny right now. Oh, the waifu is Aeon Flux, and the husbando is Trevor Goodchild. Oh, <laughs> she's gonna get so. <laughs> Well, thanks for that, Danny. Beep, boop, beep. Now she logged out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing like a Skype login. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, dude, why who is Eon? Uh, is her last name if... Flux? I'm just going to say it is. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think it's just Eon. Um, oh, no, it is. You're right. Eon Flux, yeah. And then... The husbando is Trevor Goodchild. The ASMR <laughs> master. The ASMR. Uh, dude, yeah, Ian Flux. Let's just dive into this. Let me give you the background info real quick. Okay. This aired on MTV's Liquid Television, uh, which is an experimental animation show. Okay, it was an animation showcase that came on uh, every once in a while. Shown as a six-part serial of short films, it followed in 1992 by five individual short episodes. In 1995, a season of ten half-hour episodes aired as a standalone series, and it was created by American Korean American animator Peter Chung. And um, I feel like that's important, okay? Because uh, when I was a kid and I watched this on TV, um, because Obviously, I was, like, really young, okay? Like, I when I wasn't... I was fucking five in 1995, and that's when the original <laughs> A perfect time here. to watch Ian Flux. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I just thought, like, you know, when you're a kid, you just think, oh, it's a cartoon show, let's turn it on, right? So, like, we just watch it. But, like, I didn't really understand what was going on. I just knew that it was, like, this crazy, awesome action chick acrobatting around, shooting people, and she must have been the good guy or something. I don't know. Um, and then later, when I was older, and then they showed, um, you know, Rain the Conqueror, I was like, oh, this is the same guy who does that, because they said that. It, they showed it on Adult Swim. Anyway, so Aaron Flux, right? Like, I remember, and then I remember when I'm, even when I was even older, in 2005, you know, I'm like 14, 15 years old, they did the live action film with Charlize Theron or whatever, right? And. Uh, for the purposes of this episode, we won't be talking about that. I will just say shout out Charlize Theron. She is very beautiful. You're very gorgeous. If you're listening to this podcast, which you're most likely not, please come on and guest <laughs> yeah. and, oh, and marry me. That being said, it was like, okay, so the first season is like these six two-minute shorts. There's six of them, two-minute shorts. And you can watch them all in one edited thing, and it's one long, like, 12-minute thing. Um, because it's one, it's like one story, right? Then season two were three to five minutes each, and there were five of those. And 
those were each a different thing, and Eon died at the end of each of them. And then season three was like the actual like regular thirty minute, you know, twenty five thirty minute thing, ten episodes. And it it was done after that, and I don't believe there was supposed to be any more. I think it was supposed to just be like that. But it takes place in this, uh, it's like bizarre a, dystopian future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got it. You got um, it. I was gonna say stuff. Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. Sorry. Yeah, if you want to just chime in, don't go ahead. But if if not, then it was just this never-ending war between uh, the the Breens of Bregna and the Monicans, um from Monica, and they're kind of like a nihilistic anar- anarchist society, whereas Bregna is like a straight-up reformed by the book, super kind of a little more dictatory kind of place. Yeah, it's like a okay. fascist techno state kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so, uh, what is it, Brave New World or 1984? One of them. No, Brave New, or, both of them, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Dystopian. Um, it was uh, created, written by Peter Chung. Animation services went to Mook Animation and Luke Film. That's L-U-K Film. Produced by Colossal Pictures and MTV Animation. Um, produced by Catherine Winder. And, uh, uh, and, and again was considered a MTV liquid television original. Um, what I, And just a side note really quick, one of the things I love about YouTube is that there's a lot of YouTubers out there dedicated to archiving, digitally archiving old commercials, old TV shows and things like that. You can find a lot of liquid television stuff on there. So um, unfortunately for Aeon Flux, because it's such an iconic property, the only way to watch this is to watch the shorts is if you have the DVD or whatever box set and then um, to watch the whole thing or the, or the season three with the 30 minute episodes is if you have Paramount plus it's also so on MTV for free. Yeah. So like, which like you need to have an account still cause you can't watch all the episodes or something. Amazon which, prime yeah. video, Apple TV, Roku and YouTube. Yeah. Those also have it, but Mm-hmm. Prime time. So, it's not YouTube Premium. It's YouTube Prime Time. <laughs> but yeah, you, I mean, you can just sail the high seas, kind of. But even doing that, it's a little hard to find the shorts. It is um, really hard. It was super hard. <laughs> I think I think you can actually buy the series for a reasonable price. It's actually not that yeah. expensive online compared to some other stuff. Unless you get the super super cool edition that comes with like. Yeah, the Some DVDs aren't too bad right now. I'm just looking at them. Um, yeah, but I would check it out before you buy because this is a this is definitely a hit or miss for some people. Yeah, yeah, it's a social science fiction, biopunk, dystopian fiction, spy fiction, psychological, postmodern, psychedelic. It's like a bunch of stuff. And so, anyways, Aeon or sorry, Eon. I it is pronounced pro- Eon. Was, we looked it up. Yeah. Well, also, that's what Nick they say literally in the show, looked it up. Nick literally looked it up, in the sh- and I was like, I've always said Aeon, and I thought I'd heard him say Aeon a couple times, and Nick was like, no, they said Eon the whole time. And I was like, oh, God, and he Googled it. No, so Eon. The A and the E letter makes the E sound. Fun fact. Fun fact, dude. Well, at least sometimes so it does. E- I don't know. I'm not a linguist. I'm not, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Um, but Eon is this uh, this monikin who is, lives in Bregna, She's and an assassin, kind of. She's an she's an assassin. She, oh, she's like a she's, she's like a terrorist, pretty much. 
Yeah. Assassin's not the best word. She's she's like an infiltrator. That's what she does. She I mean a terrorist is probably the best explanation, right? Yeah, like, like a, a spy. Like a, what do you call it? Political terrorist or political Yeah. Espionage, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah, like yeah. spy. Yeah. Yeah. And so she'll she Trevor Goodchild is the leader of Bregna and she'll constantly like fuck with his stuff to like get it to stop because she's like, nah, like this isn't this isn't how we should live, right? Because he constantly wants to like inject his thoughts and stuff into society and and um like control everything because he thinks he knows what's good for the human race, right? And so much to the point where it's like it's not even it's not even just mass surveillance. It's mass surveillance plus injecting people with these skeletal like robots called custodians. Oh, that was like, one of the episodes. Pro- yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah, that that was a weird one. That was one. like the Matrix yeah. where they my, put the bug in his belly. Yeah, yeah. My name is Bambara. <laughs> <laughs> Piss off. Um, God. Piss off. <laughs> Every episode is so weird. In that episode when she was going through the different train cars and they all had a different theme, one of them was, a, was like a boy on a swing trying to reach this coin so he could open the door. <laughs> There's no floor underneath him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so... Me and Nick will try our best to kind of quickly, not summarize, but, you know, kind of quickly walk through each ep and because each episode. Yeah, we should do that. We should talk about the shorts first, I think, though. Good idea. Good idea. Sorry, I didn't think about it as like I didn't write like a dossier when we when we started this. But yeah, well, at first you told us to skip them because technically you can skip them. Also, they're hard to find. But like I did. Yeah, I I think it's worth watching at least the pilot and then the rest of them are very short. They're like four minutes each. And the pilot's twelve minutes, and there's very little dialogue, so you can get through them pretty quick. Um, yeah, the pilot, yeah, twelve minutes. It's like this. It's like the two minute shorts. I'll edit it. But together. it's it's, yeah. it's so trippy. Like you could spend a bunch of time analyzing each one, honestly. Yeah, you could. Yeah. So let's do let's do that. Let's start with that pilot. So, it starts with the. Uh, you might have seen this before. It's a famous scene where a fly gets caught in Eon's eyelashes and chills on her eyeball for a little bit. Um, and then it cuts to a battle between Monikan agents and Breen forces um, with Eon like kind of just moving through this fortress and just mowing down everyone like a badass because that's what she is. She's a badass. She's flipping an acrobatic around. Super spy. Shoot you 5,000. Matrix style, literally Matrix style, um, going through people. And uh, what we come to find is we find Trevor Goodchild uh, has, like, he's seeing that these people are dying from this disease. And not just, like, one side or the other. It's, like, everyone. It's the skin disease that's uh, whatever. And uh, Ian's trying to get to, like, where Trevor is, which is like his room at the top of this fortress. Um, he tries to find an antidote for this toxin that this beetle, this like this toxic beetle is like spreading to people. And then uh, Eon is going to assassinate Trevor. Um, but she had stepped on a nail in her boot. And then when she fully stepped down while she was on the side of the tower, 
it got into her foot and she fell off and died. And then she goes into like this second dimension, which she like you think is heaven, is pretty much heaven, I'm pretty sure. And then that's it. Um and then they torch her apartment. Like it goes off that like she died, right? So then the government like is like, Oh well, burn everything in her house down and they burn her apartment. And then that's it. That, that's it. That's literally Yeah, and each episode she dies in a different way. Um In in the second one. Yeah, the one I described was just the initial pilot. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like. Well, and yeah, the, in season... the, the the direction is really interesting too. The way they frame everything, like where she steps on a nail, and you you see the nail every, you know, every few seconds. It's like, oh, what's gonna happen with the nail? Well, she's probably gonna step on it, <laughs> and then like clearly this is building up to something weird. Yeah. Yeah. She and steps on it. Sure. She just falls because <laughs> that would fucking hurt. There's something. There's something there with like. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but there's something there with like the fact that she like did all this hard work only to be taken down by a nail. And then also the fact that her whoever is uh controlling her, like the government just discards her like nothing, you know, like they explode her body, they they blow up her apartment and all that. Or the, you Yeah, know. oh yeah, that's right. They if they, yeah. So she's just yeah. she's one of many and she's just, you know, an asset and that's it. Yeah. But they, but the whole entire time they focused on her like the main character, right? Like that was like how they Yeah, she's the protagonist, the but she's not actually the good guy. And Trevor right. is the antagonist, yeah. but he's not actually the bad guy. And they're both that they have like a Romeo and Juliet type thing going on. Where like they yeah, want they try that, to kill each other but they like fuck at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's that becomes more apparent later in the, the actual show that um they're lovers or they were lovers at one point. Um, but, and that's a good point that you bring up, Nick, because I like, at no point is it like made super clear who's like the bad guy and the actual villain. Cause right? they, they're both kind of bad. Right. Um, like Trevor might have a few good intentions, but he goes about it in a bad way. And then she, Eon, uh, she's maybe too ungabunga, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Cause like there is value right. in technology sometimes. Um, but yeah, the way he does it is a little bunch. That's a simplified yeah. way to do it to say it. Yeah. Um. And so moving on to the second season. Well, I, I just want to say, like the first episode, the the main strength of the show is the is the animation and like how they direct the scenes, like the imagery that you're looking at. How it's boarded. Yeah. It's not yeah. like it's almost, it's not even like what happens. It's like, oh, that looked fucking cool, <laughs> and it's like crazy yeah. shit. Like he, because in the first episode, Trevor, he has like his wife, and they're making out, and she's and Eon sees it, and she's like, she, and he sees her, and she puts her her gun through a hole and and like pushes it in and out, <laughs> and she's like licking her her lips and stuff, and and like he's like licking his wife's ear, and it's, it's like fucking weird. Um, but it's it's crazy shit like that that happens, and then just like the weird camera angles that you get sometimes, like with with one of the yeah with second season, one of the episodes starts out with with her and him making out. There's he's on a train and she's on a plane, mm-hmm. and you you the camera shot is inside of their mouths. The camera is inside their mouth, and you can see the tongues. And one of the tongues opens the molar of the other tongue or the other mouth and puts a a, a message in it. <laughs> I'm like that's some spy shit right there. <laughs> that's how that's, some crazy that's how spies shit. do it. Yeah, it it reminds me it a lot like of the Venture t- Brothers. Um, 
between two trains too that they were doing that. It was like, no, it was, it was a train crazy. and a plane. Yeah, the that's train right. was that's flying right. right next to it. Yeah, dude, it was so wild, dude. Uh, um, and I, it's weird because Anime News Network has it listed by like some of the staff listed by episode, but they're counting like episode thirteen, fifteen, and sixteen, which is like I think they mean season three. In that regard, where and like I think they're doing it by like breakdown, right? So like, um, it's kind of weird. But like, I just want to point out that Osamu Sudayama uh, boarded episode ten, and he does a lot of animation directing and boarding for like, Oh My Goddess, Dangayo. He did a key animation for Dirty Pair, the original Dirty Pair. Um, started storyboard for Ixer Reborn OVA, and a lot of. Uh, Transformers animated show. He's worked in the U.S. and in Japan, which is fucking cool. Um, mostly in Japan. Um, but then Adrian Gonzalez, Eric Kanet, Howard E. Baker, these are all people who've worked on other American cartoons. Some of these people only boarded for this thing, and they never did anything else. At least if they did, it's not listed here. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's super interesting, Nick, the way you the, the way you bring that up. It's like the way they... The strength is in, definitely in like the way they frame everything. And then animate some parts. And the angles. Yeah. You know, the, the angles are meant to be, like, enigmatic and sexy and weird and, you know it's what I mean? It's sexy and surreal. ugly at the same time. Sexy and Just ugly like at the Just like me. Time. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Because, like, their bodies um, are so gangly. And, like, it's kind of sexy but kind of gross, too. Like, because they have, like, weird, like, just, like, they're, like, skeletal almost. Which is funny, yeah. Because like, there's this, there's this podcast that that Nick linked earlier that I had watched. Um, oh yeah, and they're really cool. These guys are like they're cartoonists, and they just what was the name of the podcast? Cartoonist Kayfabe. Okay, that's right. Yeah, so, they, they do a good job. Yeah. Um, cartoonist one word, and then the second word is Kayfabe K A Y F A B E. Yeah, and I don't even know how I'm saying that right. Kayfabe, Kayfabe. I think it but, is like, Kayfabe. But they 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 have like other cartoonists and animators on. They just hang out and it's really cool. And so they did one with Peter Chung. And one of one of one of the things he said was they asked him like they kind of asked him like what his process was of like telling a story in each episode. And he was like he was like I always kind of just reverse engineered it. I wanted to think about a question that's hard to answer or that begs a long discussion, and then I want people to think about their answer for that question. And so how do I make the viewer think about that question? And then I go back and say, how do I make the episode, make them think of an answer for that question? So he would like go, he would start there and then go backward. And so, which is really interesting because it, it really did leave me puzzled. Of course, at the end of every episode, I'm like, what was the point of that? Or like, what was, yeah, they, they made it so you can you know, watch it. That's why that was yeah. part of his uh, goal. And there's a few episodes in season three that I do want to rewatch, the ones that are 30 minutes. Well, um, yeah, they're like 20 minutes with no commercials, but yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no commercials, yeah. And so, anyways, which which kind of begs, and this is why I want to rewatch season two as well, which, which we'll talk about right now. These are five, three to five minute shorts. They're really easy to watch. And so the first one is called Gravity. And so, like I said earlier, at the end of each of these season two shorts, Eon dies. So, like sometimes at the beginning, <laughs> sometimes at the beginning, and you kind of, I kind, I kind of question that thing in itself as well, because it's like, well, he didn't want to make another of, show allegedly. 
he's like he didn't want it to become a show, so he would kill her. I don't know. Maybe that's oh, maybe really? that's a, a rumor. Damn. Okay. Um, I don't know if that was it. That sounds weird to me because wouldn't he wouldn't he want more work? But <laughs> maybe he didn't want her to yeah. become like some kind of overpowered character or something. Maybe that was it. Maybe. Yeah. I know definitely with the end of. Well, we'll talk about it when we get there. But like, so the first one, this is it starts with the thing that Nick said, where they between a plane and a train, they're kissing and then opens the tooth with they they Frenching, right? Um she's about to like then she jumps off the plane and then she sees some like shady shit happening as she falls down on the edge of like a canyon. Um some of uh, Trevor's men like replacing uh trying to throw something or trying to get something off of from the side of the edge of the canyon or cliff. Um I want to know what these what, these, what, what is the meaning of this episode? <laughs> this one I didn't know because it's but all she like gets, this, she, this crazy mission that she's on. She gets yeah, and this one she gets caught up in the 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 rope that she's using uh, as she's falling. She like shoots a grappling hook at a bridge or something, and then uh, her neck snaps at the end of it. Um, I assume. That it was kind of like, because for me, right, when I started watching it, because I had never seen these shorts until now. Um, the only thing I had seen as a kid was like the the, the show show, the season three. Um, and the episode's called Gravity. Okay. She's and so I assume, <laughs> yeah. And so I assume that it was, I made the assumption like, oh, she's going to get out of it because she's Eon, right? Like she's a super duper cool acrobatic spy with all these gadgets she can she'll she'll be fine and it's like no it's still and she and then she shoots the thing and it's like okay yeah see she's fine and then no it still killed her the gravity still killed her and it was just like oh okay never mind (laughs) yeah yeah like so so what was the object they were pulling up like just some kind of scientific thing was it a supernatural alien what was it like was it nothing i took it as (laughs) I, I mean, I don't even know what they were... I don't even know what Trevor's men was trying to do in that episode. All I know is that, like, for me, the way I took it was, well, gravity's gravity. You can't beat that, dog. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I don't fucking know. Well, it's like the, it's like the movie Gravity, right? With, uh, was it Sandra Bullock or whatever? Sandra <laughs> Bullock she and... Die, um, she lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers! But, like... um, That's not really a spoiler. I mean, you had to know she was going to live. It's an American But, like, yeah, no, thing. I... The bad guys never win. <laughs> the bad guys never win, dude. I, yeah, that one, I'm not sure. I just took that as, like, I, you know, there was this object they were trying to pull from the side of the, the cliff. And I know, okay, so I know there's this analogy where it's, like, if you got your hand on someone at the over the edge of the cliff and you have, like, something pinning you down above you, the person that you're holding can't see what's pinning you down. And you can't see what it's like from her view. You know what I mean? So maybe yeah. it had something to do with that, but like, I don't know. I have no idea. This is something that that's, that's, this is something I'm trying a to lot look this, it up right I'm, now and I, I'm having trouble finding it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of this I'm content with like kind of not knowing. Cause I really f- just f- don't fucking know. Cause I did try to ask myself at the end of each of these shorts, what the, what the purpose was. Um, I guess this is like one of those ones where it's like, you'd have to ask Peter Chung at the same time. 
he might he might even just tell you that he wasn't sure or that maybe it was left open to whatever we wanted. Um, but like, I don't think so because he did say in that interview, like he started with a, an idea or a question and wanted to make the viewer think about what their answer would be to that question by going backward. So if you can find it, let me know. I'll just keep mo- mo- moseying along here before, so we can get to the, the real show. But I um, think it, it might, it might even be like nothing. It could just be like another science thing that, that, uh, Trevor was working on and she just, she got distracted and that was it. <laughs> Cause that's what happened. Yeah. yeah she got distracted and then that yeah. could be part of the yeah. the theme there. Um, also I think in real life, if you were falling from that height and you hit terminal velocity, you would not be saved by a, a rope. <laughs> you would fucking no. die. Yeah. I, well, although people have survived, uh, from that fall from that height, if you land mm-hmm. just right, like you can survive, but you have to land you have to basically land in like, you have to like hit trees and and like brush and mud and stuff in order to live. Because if you land in the yeah. water, you're dead. But anyways, yeah, like if, no, if you're, you're watching like a, like the cartoons where like, oh, aim for the water. It's like you're probably gonna die if you hit the water. <laughs> no, yeah, because yeah. yeah, there are a lot of reasons. Anyway, the amount of force and well, because yeah. water turns into like concrete if you're if you're going at it from that and you're gonna bounce off of it and stuff. Yeah, like the it, way it works. Well, I've heard of. I heard a story of people diving in the water and then it shoots up their nose. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing that kills you, too. Yeah. Like you have to perfectly plug all of your orifices. <laughs> so, yeah. you, like, what you do is you cross your legs um, and then you – I forget the name of it. There's a name for this this maneuver. You you cross your arms in front of your face yeah, and, and in you, a certain you, way. You to... plug both nose holes and I think you – can you, pl- you plug your ears? Your mouth and your eyes. Yeah, your eyes. I think like your that. your ears are more so like they have they would have to get in there in there or be pointing down rather. So like I think your ears are fine. But yeah, you got to go feet like, first. Feet first. Um. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> gravity. If you're ever falling from a dinner. very tall height into the water, <laughs> plug your nose, close your eyes, feet first, and try to angle Cross a your little legs. bit. Yeah. Oh shoot! Angle I don't know which bit. way you want to angle. But I think you do want to angle. I, I don't know. Maybe not, because like if you if you hit your head, you're gonna die. Yeah, no. This is totally a sidebar. Anyway, I got too distracted by that. Totally sidebar. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> but okay, but maybe that's what the show is doing to you. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't fucking know. Like it's just, <laughs> yeah. like it's, it's you know what I mean? Maybe it's. I feel like reviewing this is gonna make us do that, and we're gonna get sidebar a lot. But like, even the next one, she's infiltrating this like her 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 target's home, and obviously. We don't know if this yet if this is Trevor's home or somebody else's. Um, she's she sees this like tape playing on a monitor. It's like a security room, and then she spills coffee on her her arm, and then so she goes to wash like her arm off in with in the bathroom. Uh, she's like, "Damn it, fucking got coffee on my shit." Um. Uh, she hears some gunshots, and then she leaves the bathroom. And the target that she was going after gets killed, and then she gets shot by the same the same person who shot her target, and then she is dying. Um, she's kind of facing upside down, facing the room with the monitor, and the monitor has like not very good uh, picture, right? And she realizes that it's probably because the air vent is blowing the faulty wiring behind it. So she shoots the temperature control knob, disabling the air conditioner, which stops from blowing on the wire, 
which then makes a clear picture on the monitor. And as she's about to die, she sees on the security camera who it was that came in and shot everyone, and it was Trevor. And then she dies. And that I have... That is like... I feel like it had something to do with, like, the reflection in the mirror when she was in the bathroom and the monitor. It had something to do with, like, both show a reflection, but, like, only one records. Yeah. And that's, like, life. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's like some kind of... You know they make a car that runs on water, man? Yeah. (laughs) Just think of that 70s show. Oh, man. I'm just over here, like... I'm like... It runs on water, man. (laughs) Our children small are just really far away. (laughs) Oh, man. That one... Yeah, that one I have no idea either. I don't have any idea about most of these season two shorts. I feel like this was just another kind of thing, like that wanted to maybe just show some experimental animation, kind of. Um, There was, like, a certain kind of way they animated her, like, in the security room where she, like, wanted to, like, check, like, the VCR or whatever that was recording the camera. And she the way she crawled up on the table was, like, kind of, like, this weird... um, Like a spider. Yeah, like a spider. Um, Which is funny because, like, earlier Nick said something like, you know, all the character designs are like they're all tall and gangly and whatever. And she's like Jack Skellington. Peter, yeah, and Peter Chung mentioned that in that interview as well. He was like you know, previously he worked on Rugrats as an animator. Yeah, you, you mentioned that earlier, right? I didn't I did not. Oh, okay. Maybe maybe uh, I did I did. anyway. It's fine. I uh, yeah, maybe Rugrats, I did. One of like, my favorite childhood shows. It actually is. <laughs> Yeah, first, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I think what happened with Rugrats too is like the first two, three seasons, give or take. Before the the first seasons before the movie were like one set of writers or creators or something. Um, and like yeah. with that, with every TV show that happens, you have like flux with like different creators going in and out. Like The Simpsons had that. Everything has that. Um, and like the the first original seasons of the Rugrats were crazy. Like it was wild. They they also had a shot of inside the mouth, like in the pilot. <laughs> they did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> and, and just like really trippy stuff happens in Rugrats too. And I think I think Peter Chung just wanted to like because one of the things he said was like I I wanted to animate things from like um, a weird angles to show like different kinds of movement and everything, and you can't really do that with like little babies. Um, so it's like another kind of reason that kind of like helped trigger the idea of Anne Flux in my mind. I wanted to see these like tall gangly characters doing like flips and acrobatics and things like that. That's why I designed Ian to be like this super spy who needs to do all that stuff. And I designed her to be like this kind of really skinny, long kind of, you know, character. And then everyone else just kind of looked like that. If you watch Rain the Conqueror, Alexander Sankey, there are a lot of the characters are like that as well. Um, with the help of Osamu, uh, um, Osamu Sudayama. But Anyway, uh, the next one, Leisure. We should hurry up with these shorts, uh, too, so we can get to the regular story. Yeah, Leisure is like... I, that's partially my fault. I went off on a tangent about diving. 
No, it's okay. Yeah, like legs first, but like. Oh man, I don't remember this one. Oh, but th- it's like eggs. This one I don't remember. It's with the egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the she egg. has like a hobo tied up in her cupboard or something. Or is that Trevor? Oh yeah, what Trevor the fuck was that? Was it Trevor? I think it was Trevor. I don't know, dude. She's got Trevor bounded in his, her cupboard, but she wants to get these eggs. Alien life forms in and the then- eggs. She probes the eggs. <laughs> and then, like, in the beginning of it, she's jumping through these. Oh, yeah, Trevor, who is in the cupboard, uh, he ate all the eggs. And then she gets pissed, so she leaves her apartment to go get more eggs. Um, she witnesses another agent fail to successfully complete jumping through a complex climbing frame. Oh, okay, and that's right. So then at the end of it, when she's running away from the, the mother alien after stealing eggs... She's jumping through these obstacles that are similar with these frames and shit, and then she fucking dies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nature uh, finds a way. Or yeah. Life finds a way. It finds a way, yeah. Um, th- it was supposed to be a chill episode until it wasn't. You know what I mean? No, like, anytime like, there's eggs, make... you know shit's going down. You know shit's going down. Alien, like, di- uh, Jurassic Park, anything, dude. Maybe this one had to do with, like, uh, you know, we all get our resources from something else. So maybe it's like I think something it was like else a, has to uh, suffer. Maternal instinct kicks in or something. <laughs> yeah. Something if, else if has to suffer for us to like. Yeah. If you're fucking with uh, something's uh, uh, progeny, then they're going to kill you. Or in this case, you know. Oh, yeah. no, Oh, yeah. I killed her at the end. That's right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. It's like then she ended up suffering and, and that was over. Uh, the fourth one, Tide, uh, she's, like, with this other chick or something. And, uh, they go into a lift. Uh, Trevor comes in. This one is trippy. And then... They keep, it's, like, very yeah. repetitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trevor comes in, and then Eon knocks him out, and then handcuffs him to, like, this railing in the room, in the lift. And then... Uh, the the key has a number attached to it, and so she's like, "Fuck!" Like now I got to figure out which 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 room this key goes to, because like I can't because the number is behind like the little machine, so she was only able to pull the key. So she's going level to level, going into each like little closet door on each level to see if it's that's the one, and then by like the third or fourth time. She finally decides to just like finally go back to the behind the machine and grab the the number. She sees what number it is and then she goes there and then um a Breen agent kills her. Yeah, I don't and understand. Then, so they're just like running back and forth. She Eon is trying to get something. <laughs> and and this lift, the skyhook lift is trying to like raise the I don't know, platforms. It's very it's hard to tell what, what anything is because there's no dialogue in any of these episodes. So this one I don't know. Well, yeah, I, don't, I have no idea. I don't even know if it's we like said that. Yeah, there's no dialogue. In... Gone wrong. Yeah. The funny part is there's like no the action dialogue. and then like every time Ian, Ian leaves the room, uh, Trevor and the, and the other agent make out. <laughs> yeah. They start doing the sec. And like, well, not the sec. And then one time the, the like sec. her hair brushes past Ian and, and, Ian, and Ian's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. We should just move on. The thing that's in the closet, the thing that that's in the closet, it was an attachment to the sky hook and okay. the sky hook is going to lift the platform to avoid the tide. 
and then leave some people behind. And it turns oh, okay. out that the Eon gets Eon gets capped, and then her partner tries to go and stop from lifting the thing, and then it lifts, and then she gets left behind, leading her to like probably drown later, and that's it. And it's like okay, it's a metaphor for climate that, change. I would not be listen. Everything is a metaphor for climate change. I know we joke a lot about that, but maybe that one actually was <laughs> like. <laughs> All right, we got to move on. War, episode five. <laughs> so this one, uh, this one is Monikins and the Aryan soldiers of Bregna are fighting. This is like, okay, we're finally going to, we're going to fucking, we're going to fucking do it. Okay, we're going to fucking, this is it. The war between the Monikins and the, and the, and the Breens. Um, uh, uh, it, this one, I don't even remember this one. Okay, this one was weird. So apparently, like, it, it's like this other agent. You follow the, the or this other guy because he kills uh, yeah. Eon right away. Oh, that's right. She dies right away because he executes her. She's like trying to seduce him, but then uh, is thwarted, and he does that. And then he goes on this rampage, which is really cool looking. Like he's he's like uh, going down a, a like a zip line on his feet. And just shooting like on both sides and just killing bodies, 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 bodies. Um, and then bodies, bodies, bodies. and then at the end, like another agent ends up, I think, killing him. And they break through this base. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's about it. And then, uh, oh yeah, she dies at the beginning. And then the Breen agent who infiltrates the base and frees someone who seems to be her lover yeah, yeah. from his cell. They run pursued by guards, but are heading towards a pool of grease. Start started when the Monacan opened the gate, and then yeah, so that was it. I, I don't think the summary is that important. It's just, it's just like, what is really going isn't. on here? No. Like it's it's war. Uh, I get. I, I think the I think the pilot episode did a, did a, did a better job of this, um, because in the pilot episode yeah. you have you have a um, Eon shooting up this whole place, killing like hundreds of of soldiers apparently. <laughs> And there's pools of blood. There's like literally a lake of blood. And one guy is drowning in the blood. And there's there's a sickness going through humanity. And there's a vaccine that Trevor developed. And so this guy is drowning in blood and he's sick. And then this this female soldier comes up to him and she's she's also sick. And she sees him and like he his head like oh yeah does Eon do it or no the, the female soldier props his head up. Some Oops. anyway somebody props his head up with a gun. <laughs> Because uh, he's about to choke on the blood. But then the gun, like, his earpiece starts, like, hitting the gun. And the gun is shooting another soldier who's who's underneath the blood. <laughs> it's, like, making these bubbles come up. It's so fucking crazy. It's, like, Mad Max level almost. It's it's weird. Oh, Mad Max is a good... That's a good... That's Just because, like, all the, like the weird, the like, decorations yeah. and shit they're wearing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But, yeah, yeah that, I think that was a better job than, than this one. This one. This one is, like, a little too crazy. Yeah. Um that being said. Oh yeah, and in the pilot too, Trevor he's he sloughs or like scrapes he scrapes a bug out of his finger and sloughs off some shit from his wound and he drinks you know, he puts it on a cracker and he eats it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, Why did he do God. that? He dude, he just I don't even, I don't know, dude. He likes the yeah. taste of himself. He likes the taste of himself. Which like when you realize who Trevor is, like that makes sense. But like so with season three, so I would say definitely watch the pilot. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely season two is a little crazy. Um, yeah. Season three, well, season two made sense to me. I think the first episode on, is the I'll best one it. of season two, or my favorite one. Season two, or with episode two, is pretty decent. Yeah. Um, with season three, and we're not gonna. Yeah, we don't have time you know, to go do through for everything. We're not gonna. We're not we're, gonna. Yeah, we're, we're gonna go a little less deep. We we should have actually gotten a little shorter on those ones too, but now we know. Well, not only not only that, but also just because we wouldn't be able to do it justice yeah, because yeah. of how these are crafted. Um, oh, we could, but we'd have to like sit down and write out very carefully. We'd get like ChatGPT uh, analyze these episodes. <laughs> oh shit! I should have done that, dude. Let's see if this works. All right, go ahead, Sam. Start talking. I just want to say, like, well, no, I think regardless, I think if if we want to sit here for four hours and do that, sure. But for the purposes of our podcast, I think mostly, um, for me, the way I took it was more of a visual thing. And with season three, you know, we added voices. We're we're doing full half hour episodes now, and with commercials, obviously. Um, and all that, all that nonsense, right? But like, there was still a story to tell in each one. It was episodic, right? Just like, just like the, just like the season two shorts. Each of these ten episodes were episodic, and they each had a thing, a story or a theme that they wanted to tell. And at the beginning, beginning of each episode, um, it does a little summary of saying like what's happening. Like, oh, it turns out that Trevor found this new way to do this. And Ian attempts to stop him or something. And it gives like a little quick, a quick synopsis of what the episode or how the episode is going to start or what's, what's going on. And, um, the first one, um, they're talking about Trevor rising to power and how he's doing mass surveillance. Um, and how Ian is like, dude, no. Right. And then also like, yeah, so it's, it's like mass surveillance at the, but the benefit is is no crime, right? So, yeah, and the Trevor no freedom, but also no crime, right? And Trevor captured. Oh, this one's crazy, dude. This this other politician. Yeah, he he captured the the previous chairman Clavius to like rise to power on his own, and he puts him in this kind of weird visionary area with this armor on him, um, this little amulet on his chest that makes him experience the flow of time differently around him. And it's fucking weird. So then he's like, he's like perpetually stuck in there forever. Um, and so that the episode's called utopia or Deuteranopia. And so this is kind of like the, it's kind of nice because it sets up the rest of the show as like, okay, like this is what, and this is Aeon's side. And this is Trevor's side. What's okay. And what's not. And whatever. And so like, I, it's again, the rest of the show presents itself, each episode being a new kind of uh, conflict or a new kind of question that you have to, like, ask yourself, is this okay or not? And be- because the show will not flat out tell you which side is is which. You know Aeon is the main character and that she has good intentions. You know Trevor is the bad guy, but he has good intentions. So it's like, what's where's the line? And you never know. And it never flat out tells you. And so I think from the very beginning, it, it was to kind of uphold this like am- ambiguous, uh, these ambiguous ethics in order to like 
inspire thoughts in you, right? Um, I've kind of always said that, like, my favorite way of, like, you know, telling artists to kind of, like, you know, whether it, not necessarily in, like, my manga or anime art, you know, or in my in my in Fist of Summon or anything like that. But like, you know, it's like I see things and then I, I draw them or write them and I report them back to whoever else. And I kind of like turn things. I want to turn things around, make people question things. And I think Aeon Flux does a very good job of that because each episode is this new thing. Like one of the ones I mentioned earlier, right? Um, I think it was uh, either Drift Theory or no, The Purge, the second to last one, The Purge. Eon's chasing Bambara, who's like this criminal. He's just an asshole. He robs people. He kills people. And Trevor stops him and injects this thing into his belly button called the Custodian. And then the Custodian... What a name for an artifact. <laughs> yeah. It's like a magic thing. The Custodian. It's like this weird, really skinny stick figure and uh, robot thing. And it turns Bambara into a good person. So much of a good person that he meets this kid selling balloons who is missing an arm. They go to the hospital, and Bambara gives him an arm. He cuts off his own, has his own arm removed, and sews it, and they they give it to the kid. And so the kid's walking around with like this really huge arm, um, and then a really skinny arm. And then Bambara is now Bambara is now walking around armless, uh, not armless, but one. missing one arm. Yeah, and this this episode's about like. Is it moral to enforce morality or to, like, yes. inject it into people? Are we being controlled with or without the custodian anyway? Oh, because, yeah, because like, Eon had one in her. Or she did, right? Or didn't she? They they didn't tell you. They didn't fucking tell well, you. Well, because at the end, she walks past the tank looking at one, and it's making the same motions that she made. To, to open the right. lever that you opened at one point. And, and like, yeah. Right. It's fucking right. crazy. So this it's one's like, worth a rewatch for sure. So, like, was she being controlled by some outside consciousness that she, like, that more that, that society has, like, morally ingrained in her? Or did she have a custodian in her already and the one that she saw in the tank was a spare one? Or was she just bluffing the whole time? <laughs> or, yeah. Ex- like, because that's the kind of shit I mean. Eon, like, Eon that's is a, crazy. Like she will use her body to do anything, really, and and all yes. of the uh, uh, agents and you know spies like her do the same thing. Like a lot of them modify their bodies too. She Eon doesn't modify her body as much. Uh, the the one which which episode was it? The one where they were traveling. Shoot, they yeah they 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 were going through this like DMZ zone like the. With like turrets and shit to get to the other city. Oh yeah, because it's it's Monica and, and uh, Bregna. So they're going in between the cities. Her and another agent were doing that. Uh, I don't yeah. remember which episode number this was. Um, and the other agent was like super modified. Like she had feet, she had hands for feet, and she had like yeah, she had shit. Like she'd open her tongue and like she could shoot a zip line out of it. And like her 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 her, uh, her hand slash feet also had that like wheels and shit. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, yeah, like so then that way she could like backflip, and if she didn't flip all the way, it didn't matter because she could grab onto it with her hand. Yeah, feet. they're like spider monkeys, and Trevor modifies his body too. Like he he's got like a flotation device and everything, and yeah, so it's yeah, it's cool. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I like the one you were talking about the the purge. 
That was interesting. The, the Purge, yeah. There was a I keep one. thinking of the Custodian. It's like this coat hook looking stick figure, basically, that's made out of metal. And it dives into oh, yeah, your belly yeah, the button, custodian, like yeah. Matrix style. It really does look like some Phyrexian Magic the Gathering shit. It honestly does kind of look like it could be yeah, some weird mechanical controlling device. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's completed, um, completed. <laughs> completed. The second episode as well, Isthmus Crypticus, is really good. Yeah, we're just going through our because, favorite moments pretty much because we're running a little Yeah, long. because... I yeah we yeah and my my apologies because I thought this was going to be a little shorter but I, that, now, I mean, that can, now that I'm now that we're actually another few minutes now fine. that now that we're in the the shit I'm like holy fuck I'm really thinking about this more than I was when I watched it I think it's better to talk to somebody else about it honestly yeah this is um, the type of thing that if if you didn't hate it the first time you'll probably like it a little more the second time but a lot of people are going to hate the show the first time <laughs> so I feel like yeah like I feel Danny like, yeah. Danny um, did, did not like what she saw of it. <laughs> She did not enjoy it, yeah. Um, Isthmus Crypticus was kind of cool because it kind of showed how we might treat another race of sentient humanoid beings. And so, like, Trevor was keeping this, like, avian bird person in his, like, lab and because he was in love with her because she was beautiful. And then he was keeping her lover, which is another hot griffin bird man, in the other like side of the lab. And then um Eon was like, we gotta go rescue this dude. Oh dude, I'm chat GPTing the themes now. Let's go. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> I'm just list the themes of it. <laughs> it, it. It it is a little generic the way I prompted it, but Yeah, no, hey, it's I can fucking... listen if, if you want to know, I got him. The robot is telling me. <laughs> the robot is telling me. see like Fucking Nick's being controlled by a custodian. Like, we really just... We just talked about this. <laughs> no, I'm just I kidding. I choose to believe but, like, what that... I was programmed to believe. <laughs> what I was programmed to believe. There's one called The Demiurge, too, which Hold kind on, of let looks me, like I God. typed it in, Sam. Let me say the themes of Ithmus Crypticus. Oh, did Fear you? Okay, go ahead. What did it what did, what did tell you? Ethics of cloning. Betrayal oh, and right, loyalty. Right. And, right. uh, let's see. Fragility of power. All right, I'm not gonna read what they wrote about it because that's we don't have time. <laughs> we don't have time. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're 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 running a little long. My bad. Well, I, but I, okay. It, yeah, the Crypticus episode reminded me of uh, Led Zeppelin a little bit. <laughs> With uh, oh, what's that? What's that bird? Uh, uh, not the bird. The the, the guy who flies too. Oh, like the houses of the holy. He flies too the close Pegasus? to the sun. Um, How? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh Icarus. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It reminded me of that. Which like. Which is funny that you say that because the girl that was like translating the bird talk, she fell in love with the guy and then he flew away with her and then she got that bug disease from the original short as they were flying away. Oh shit, yeah, he, like, she got something, yeah. Which which like the bird people were like immune to or whatever. And that's why that's another reason why Trevor wanted to like kind of hang out in with them. In bird culture, like that learn. is considered a dick move. There was also uh uh, the episode where they were like cloning people, and then like Eon had a clone of herself. She let herself get cloned, and then she switched spots with the clone. That was a crazy one. That was that was that's nuts. what that's what made me think. Uh, in the last ep- or sec- in the purge episode, where she like did she get uh, the custodian? This the cloning episode made me think that she, maybe maybe she either did get it and fought against it or didn't get it, 
But either way, it was, she had the power or something. You know what I mean? Because in the clone episode, she fully fucking clones herself and like is willing to, to, to take any measure to get what she wants. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when that's that's when the connections between these episodes start well, happening. Well, last time it's for like, everything. Okay. It's episode four. Oh, okay. Okay. And then uh dude, like, okay, so that cloning shit, right? Is that is that who was dying at the end of each episode in in season two? It was just a different eon we were seeing every time. Probably. Well, yeah, because in the pilot too, they they kind of resurrect her, and then she she turns into this like foot fetish model or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So fucking random. If you haven't seen it, the, none the, of this is gonna make sense. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, she's the fifth in the I and I series. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Anyways, I also want to say this before. So we... what did he inf- what did the show like influence? It was influenced by uh, the Tintin comics and stuff, right? I don't know about that. Did they say that? Uh, well, the the guy who created it. Um, oh God, I can't. Oh, Peter Chung. I can't remember the name of it now. Uh, Tin. The guy who created the guy who created Tintin. Yeah, Bregna or not Bregna. Uh, keep keep talking. I'll find it. Well, Tintin's one of my favorite comics, and I should know this, so I feel bad. I apologize. I had the fucking tab pulled up. Go ahead. So, anyways, I want to say this. One, I think you should watch the whole thing, but if you're gonna watch it, but my my another one of my favorite things is the Demiurge, which kind of like looks at gods and godliness and how we view gods. Then the last episode is like it's called End Sinister, and this kind of takes a look at human evolution. Oh, this is the alien, and it, yeah, and if we got if we got to that point in human evolution, how would we handle it? And are we okay with it? And I'll tell you right now, if we spoiler alert, if we do evolve to whatever that what, what the fuck that was, I will not be okay with it. I'm killing myself. Like that was fucking yeah. <laughs> I am not gonna be switching eyeballs with nobody. I like my penis. Don't you want to see? Don't you want to get mind fucked? No, I don't. I just want to have regular fucking. Like I don't want. To That's because you're a. Filthy micro. You're a paramecium. Well, disgusting. You're a bacterium. <laughs> You're a filthy human. Filthy. Yeah, dude, I don't fucking know, man. So. Yeah, that one was that... crazy because it's like they had to save the planet from a disease. but It would kill a certain number, but it would save most of them. And it had time travel. Um... <laughs> no, dude. The ray, Aldous B, which is the ray that Trevor designed, was going to force human evolution. And those who died weren't capable of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those who were left around were capable of evolution. And then because of Aeon's jealousy of Trevor falling in love with the alien that crash landed there, she turns she turned the ray back on. Because initially she wanted it to turn off. She was like, no, you can't force that on people. You can't not give people the choice. That's not how this works. And he's like, he's like, no, fuck you. You don't understand. It's good for everybody. And she's like, no, fuck you. So she turns it off. Then turns it back on purely because of her jealousy of Trevor with the alien. And then oh, Trevor, yeah. like, switches eyeballs with the alien. And then, like, and then I don't want to say the rest of it because the rest of it's just so good. But, like, dude, 
Yeah, this one, this one, it spooked me. This one definitely was like, okay, that's a way to end it. Like, that's all right. It's really <laughs> like, funny it's... when you can see, like, you know, the meme of the anime shot where it's like their characters are talking and you and you're looking at the girl's panties. <laughs> this one is is like, yeah. the characters are talking. You can see Eon through the alien's torso because there's a giant fucking hole. <laughs> It's just two legs and shoulders and a head. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah, there's, so there's basically no spine. Yeah. They don't need to breathe. They don't need to yeah, have Yeah, they don't need to do anything. Sex. They just exist. Yeah. And That's what we all like wish we could weird, be, right? It's like this weird race of people that are elevated to a point of, like, they do not need nor want for anything. They just exist and exchange information. And experiences by switching eyeballs. Oh, so I found I found who I was looking for. Uh, okay, Herge, Herge, George's Prosper. Uh, Adventures of Tintin. Yeah, the guy who created Adventures of Tintin. That so was, was that was one of the that? influences that Peter Chung stated. And also, the last five episodes were directed by Howard E. Baker. Uh, Peter Chung helped write for that. But he, Peter Chung directed the first five, I think, and then Howard E. Baker directed the second five for the long episodes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, direct, uh, the creator of Tintin. Also, Ligne Claire, Clear Line. It's a French thing. Style of drawing, pioneered by Herge, the Belgian cartoonist, creator of Tintin. Okay. And then uh, Egon Scheele, which is an Austrian expressionist painter. And then also Jean... Gerard, I cannot pronounce that. Uh, under the pseudonym Mobius, um, yeah. Blueberry series and other West. Okay, yeah. So the various influences, and then yeah, what? Yen Flux itself influenced a bunch of other stuff. Um, kind of, sort of. Definitely, definitely. It, like this yeah. is. It's funny because like this isn't like that popular. It's more of like a cult classic, right? Yeah. Yep. It's like a cult thing that people I don't, know I don't about. even know if I would call it a classic. I guess it's a classic, but it's like a cult thing. <laughs> um, in the in the animation industry, yeah. it's a very yeah. Like if you're if 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 the fact animation that it was made was kind of crazy because it's because like uh, commercially it's hard to sell it. Kind of, it definitely was ahead of its time. It definitely people were not ready for it. Yeah, this is nineteen ninety well nineteen ninety one and nineteen ninety five. That's when it kind of came out. To me, it makes more sense now than it does, you know, it might make more sense now to people than it does, you know, than it did back then, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe it, did, it also, maybe that's, maybe I'm a fool. And it did make sense, just as much sense back then. And it just, people didn't know because people weren't ready for it. There's, we have a very paper thin understanding of the world, okay? And then yeah. people don't want to accept it right away when we learn stuff. But like, it, it kind of, I don't know, man. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy. It kind of, it did, I wouldn't say it made me feel like Evangelion did at the end, because uh, that one was also more personal, whereas this one was more societal. And so it kind of yeah. Makes this me one feel there different. there wasn't a yeah. well there was a little bit of personal uh, drama, but it was mostly from other characters that were not Eon and Trevor. But it kind of was Trevor and Eon. Like they they were both so strong that like they they felt like m- not quite human um 
let's see the, the the episode with the 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 other woman who tries to cross the gap between the two cities and she gets shot and she gets a new spinal implant and then trevor like becomes her lover <laughs> he's like he's like tinkering with her spine and she's like having an orgasm that was like one of the crazy ones but like she had like a yeah. lot of uh drama going on um but eon and trevor not well- so much well, that was the problem, was that Eon and Trevor, because of their whatever bullshit for each other, plus their goals that they're trying to have for a society, other people suffered because of it. Thanato- thanatophobia, which I'm not sure what this means. Than- thanatophobia. Thanatophobia. Yeah. Oh, does that mean, like, fear of death or something? I think that might. Fear, fear of death. Of yeah, the, fear of death. Because Thanatos yeah, yeah, yeah. means death, I think. Yeah. Thanos. Yep. Think about Thanatos. it. Thanatos. Well, Thanatos is the god of death, right? Yeah. So, like... Fine, like, I'll do it myself. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like there's a lot of the times when Eon dies, right? It's due to her own competence. Well, she only dies in and the first time. Times... She doesn't die in the long episodes. But, okay, but what about the end of either Drift Theory? Which one is that? The one where she's just like in like a, not a canatonic state, but like a. Oh, shit. Uh, habitat base, experiment, metal sensitive fucking wasps. water. The, the fucking sea, the paralyzing, the water that paralyzes you. Oh, shit. She, this like, episode, I, people. like, barely remember. Okay, I have to watch it again, too, because parts of it are not sticking to my brain. But the I, the end of it is. And she's just kind of floating adrift, and you don't know. Okay, so maybe she does die in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was, like, the only one, though. I have no idea. I, I no like the episode Chronophagia. That one was cool. Chronophagia Where, was cool. Like... It was like time travel shit happening. The and fucking there was like a, baby. a big baby, like Akira style, <laughs> kind of. Um, the big baby. Yeah, that, uh, let's see. What, is, what does chronophagia mean? Okay, time, of time, speech disorder. Yeah. Because, like, she kept repeatedly seeing her. And even the creators she don't repeatedly give a saw, explanation. Okay. She repeatedly saw herself, like, getting killed by this baby or some shit. Yeah. God. No, oh my God. Now I'm on a forum post from 2004. <laughs> what did I click on? Whoa. This is like, this is like some fucking. Uh, what do they call those message boards in the 90s? What were those called? What, just like a bulletin board? Yeah, kind of like bulletin boards. Th- there's posts on here from 1998. Oh my God, is that fucking where you are right crazy. now? Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> Reminder that the internet's forever, y'all. <laughs> well, kind of. Unless you're looking for that one kinda. cam model that you just can't find. <laughs> <laughs> that one cam model. <laughs> oh, God. So, in, okay, so let's let's just, in conclusion, what, so, like, I know it seems like I'm super perplexed by this, right? But, like, there's anime out there that have definitely made me feel more things. Whereas this one... Yeah, the, the, this one is I, less emotional. It's more, like, yeah, like yeah, mind trippy. yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's. I don't want to go back and watch every episode. I want to go back and watch some of the just ones here and there. But it is really cool in its presentation, and I I do agree with Nick in that like it is mostly a visual kind of experience, and maybe some of the visuals play into like the the questioning parts of it, right? Um, but like I think it's a really cool piece of like animation, uh, history. I think it's uh, iconic in that sense. 
and it makes me more excited to just finally watch Rain the Conqueror because I'm I loved that as a kid, and I hope I love it the same. But um, it, you know, it just like this was really cool to re-experience again because obviously as a kid I didn't fucking understand it. I just thought it was like super spy chick kills everyone and wins, you know, whatever. She's a good guy. But no, it's like this fucking weird, uh, you know, thing. Uh, and the, I remember the live action movie having a twist like that too, where it was like, oh, it turns yeah, out like that, that it's man much, or whatever. Apparently. No, yeah, you can't it really was, do this yeah, one in live was, action. It's, I don't think, I don't no. think you can make, cause, cause the way it's directed is so weird. Like everything has to be fucking weird. Like it's, it's almost like a body horror thing too. It's like, there's definitely like some body things to it. That was like, yeah, yeah. Like the, the modifications and the custodian and the belly and. Uh, it's like when they try to make that, Ghost in the Shell live action. I mean, that one you could kind of get away with a little bit, but even that one I think is better an- in animation. That's a good comparison. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how much yeah. this influenced Ghost in the Shell. Probably, probably not at all, because it was this it was, was only a few years this before was, it. Before Ghost, well, oh, the, short, the, the anime, shorts were only a few years before it, and then the the actual movie came out in the same year. Oh, okay. I wonder if like. Peter Chung read the manga, maybe. I don't know. Well, no, I'm saying what what did Ian Flux itself influence in the future? That's my question. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I kept Googling it. I couldn't find it. it. Oh, I thought there was a list on the 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 wiki that said it. But, like, I mean, it's uh, it's definitely... Oh, apparently they're, they're thinking about doing a live-action reboot. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> Leave it alone. Uh, but no, like, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Actually, Chat I can't GPT's find a list. Tell me. Chat GPT will tell you. I'm sure a lot of things, you know, I mean, it, um, it but reminds like me of Venture Brothers. I don't know if, if they, Venture Brothers is more of like the, uh, oh God, like the six Johnny Quest. Johnny Quest. Yeah. It's more of that style, yeah. but it, it has like elements of this, like Brock Sampson kind of. He's like a crazy agent, and you know he. he In terms of like animated violence and with. some other, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. I'm mean, obviously Rugrats, but that's the same creator. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, maybe like Love, Death, and Robots, and like Black Mirror, something like that. Yeah, those things definitely have that avant-garde thing to them. That that Aeon Flux, Sa- Samurai yeah. Jack, and Powerpuff Girl. I don't know, maybe a little bit of a stretch. Samurai Jack had a really Sa- Samurai Jack had that futuristic dystopian I mean that that had a different style but it. yeah it, it it definitely reminds you of it a little bit actually Jenny Samurai Jack's a yeah. pretty good comparison it's not nearly as trippy and it's a little more straightforward and the goal yeah it's a little more straightforward whereas the goal for society and Aeon Flux is like you still don't know like what's okay and what's not where's the, where's the where's the happy middle there isn't one you're just fucked <laughs> like it just yeah yeah Get wrecked, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like maybe Buffy the Vampire Pyre Slayer, Laura Croft. The vamp, she's the vampire slayer, dude. She plays people, dude. Yeah, I don't fucking know. I, if, I'm if gonna know, go tell us. <laughs> yeah, if you know, tell the us. Matrix, like, if we missed. Bit. Speaking of the Matrix, but didn't they draw a lot from uh, Ghost in the Shell? What did they draw from again? I forgot. What the Matrix? Yeah. Bunch of stuff, man. I mean, I'm. I what I was gonna say was. Speaking of the Matrix, Peter Chung did one oh, of the Animatrix. last. Did yeah, he did one of the last shorts in Animatrix. Yeah, like they brought him on like at the end. They were like, "Dude, let's get that Peter Chung guy." 
and they kind of had already gotten what they wanted from all the other people who were making shorts. So they brought him on later so he could kind of do what he wanted. And so he wanted to kind of reverse the roles in his short. And so he did, which was super cool. Um, he did Matriculated. That's the name of it. The short is Matriculated. And you'll know right away it's Peter Chung. You'll know right away. The styles are so... The style is so distinct. Like, you know it's Peter Chung and they're in his character design and his work when you see it. So, um, but yeah. Anyways, I think for experiencing Peter Chung's work, it's just really fucking cool. And everyone should just... Uh, at least watch the shorts, maybe. You know what I mean? It'll take you like 20 minutes total to watch the pilot and the season two shorts. Um, and then if you want to watch the show, it's on Paramount Plus again. And yeah, what it's have on various you, but... other services. Yeah. That being said, uh, Nick, what did you um, think? And yeah, so at the end of the day, Eon Flux. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. <laughs> uh, actually, my clone was the one doing this podcast the whole time. <laughs> Oh, so God. The NFL draft. Ha ha. Uh, <laughs> this was like, it was unenjoyable to watch, but also kind of intriguing, if that makes sense. It was it was unenjoyable sometimes, but also like I couldn't peel away. That is exactly it's how like I felt. To, It's like yes. on The Simpsons when, when they eat tobacco. <laughs> I hate it. Give me more. <laughs> um, yeah, this is definitely not like traditionally – it's not a traditional uh, like story like style. So, if you want to like explore crazy concepts and ideas in a, you know animated form, then this is definitely for you. But if you just want a traditional story with like, you know the 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 all the tropes and the, and the story beats and the and the dra- character drama and and the feels, if you want the feels, this is not really for you. Um. And I'm I'm more of a feels person, I think. And I think if it's if you're a little, well, it's weird. I think Ian Flux gets a little too abstract sometimes, but it's also cool. <laughs> so I don't know. Like this is see, like even Gellion is 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 like does this better, I think, because that also gets abstract. But you but you have these characters that you care about. It's hard to care about Eon and Trevor. Because they're because they're they're so powerful, you know. And there's yeah. not you don't really get a lot of thought inside of their head. They 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 spout out lines and quotes and stuff that are kind of, you know, it's like rule of cool style. Like where where Peter's like, "What doesn't kill you only makes you stranger." <laughs> um, which yeah, actually, I don't. I think that the Dark Knight stole that from him. The the Joker stole that, or maybe I don't know if the I don't know if in the comics the Joker said that before the year nineteen ninety five, but. In the show, Trevor says that. So, Dark Knight was two thousand eight. So, I, I don't know if that was if that was on purpose or not. But yeah, like, yeah, I'm more of like a feelsy person. So, I I, I think it's worth watching, but it's not going to be my favorite um, cartoon. You know, I uh, yeah yeah. So I that I'm with that. I was a little more detached than normal, and maybe more than I should be, and maybe that's an issue because it was really it really was I think most to people are with us <laughs> on this yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and um for me i think like for nick as well it was more of like enjoyable to watch as a work of animation it, it was a curiosity a yeah it's like, it's like artistic yeah. and avant-garde like you said earlier but like yes yes 
it's 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 creative but not entertaining enough if that makes sense or, yes. or it doesn't yeah. draw it doesn't emotionally it's not emotional enough let me put it that way and this yeah. is where a lot of yeah. things fail um if you're if you're trying to be too symbolic and you and you lose the emotion then it can't be a 10 for me personally you know so yeah and this is what yeah. uh, sidebar by the way this so this show is like a post-apocalyptic thing and like you know creators nowadays are trying to make climate change movies because climate change is going to fuck us up <laughs> you know like the movie don't look up and that one was kind of funny right. sometimes they did an okay job on that one but i think you could do even better you don't you don't even have to make it like direct like at least don't look up was like a meteor you know it was it was just like a right. a, a spoof on it it was like ridiculous it was it was straight up yeah it wasn't like some weird like you know societal but i think you can do a better job like this is why, again, I'm going to go back to Evangelion. This is why Evangelion is so good because it's a metaphor for so many things. If you yes. can make a story yes. that's entertaining in a traditional sense, but that is also a metaphor for whatever cause you're doing without being preachy about it, which I think Ian Flux got a, a little bit preachy a couple times. It got a little, it got a little, pre- or a little yeah. pretentious yeah. a couple times. I don't know. I mean, I, not way too much, but like a tiny bit, I would say. You got you got to ride that line, you know, and it's hard to do. I, I'm not a fucking expert, so I, I'm not a writer. I probably yeah. couldn't do it any better. But I, I'm not, neither am I. Yep, it's why my manga is very simple story. Guy's an asshole. Let's go kick his ass. That's all it is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, sure. And and Nick is just like there, but he's also the strongest. That's all it is. <laughs> you got to make a character that Nick. represents climate change, Sam. Maybe they're pompadour. <laughs> maybe they're maybe they have a receding hairline. <laughs> Just like our coastline, dude. Oh. <laughs> every chap, every uh, volume, their hairline gets <laughs> gets farther up. <laughs> oh man, it's a metaphor for climate change. And the, and they have um, to keep getting in the shade of the pompadour man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't, I don't, I can't even like give this show a score. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I yeah I'm not gonna question mark out of ten (laughs) to be contondered yeah I don't know because like I'll just say this I think very influential and cool yes but not that entertaining to me if you want to consume it in a short way watch the shorts or just watch matriculated on in in animatrix you know what I mean um just because Peter Chung's work is definitely more artistic and try I mean he's trying to say a message sure but like to me it comes across more visually avant-garde than story-wise which like i still get the story i understand what the questions are being posed i get that um well some of them i don't but like you know just i'm with nick i'm what nick said pretty much i do think we we need more mouth cameras we need more mouth cameras dude that's what i'm saying see the mouths that's what i'm saying dog that's what i'm saying um that being said i give it a i give it a seven uh Sexy clones. No, seven tongue wires. No, seven molar messages out of ten. I give it just because I enjoyed it visually a lot, I give it Ooh. Seven s- bug crackers. <laughs> I give it seven point <laughs> seven five custodians coming out of oh, my Oh shit, that's a better one. Yep. They're all just fighting with each other in my head. They're like, no, this is good. No, this is good. Stop it. Seven screaming babies. 
There you we go. didn't talk about the Buddha episodes either. Those are fucking weird. Or the gods. Like the Watchmen. Yeah, the like Demiurge. The, man. the Demiurge, yeah. Who watches the Watchmen? Yeah. You don't know, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the idea of like some amazing prophet who knows the laws of the universe going up to Nick and like trying to like get him to think about stuff and asking him rhetorical things like, what do you think about the laws of life? And Nick is just like, Uh. (laughs) (laughs) that's like god that's like you get you get all 900 korok seeds and they're like they give you a piece of poop (laughs) (laughs) what an accomplishment (laughs) oh man anyways i think you guys should just definitely give it a watch if you'd like um it's it's very cool to experience. I think it's a cool animation marvel, in my opinion. That being said, thank you for listening every week and uh, supporting us as we continue uh, to honor the Pacho. And, oh, get excited, because next week is first impressions of uh, winter. Or not winter, sorry. Spring. Uh, Second I'm winter. I'm excited to... Yeah. Next two weeks is spring first impressions. So let us know what you're watching. And all that good stuff, and we will let you know what we think of what you're watching. I'll tell you right now, I think it sucked. <laughs> well, uh, in the meantime, Giguk and Glass Reflection have made videos, so check those out. Oh, I, yeah, I, I actually know. really enjoy how Glass Reflection like tries to watch every like the first episode or whatever of every show, every yeah, new thing. Yeah, and he, and he he kind of tells you he's like, okay, what am I keeping? What am I not keeping? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of like and he keeps changing like his we... rating system because people can't figure out wh- which one is good and which one's bad. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, one of them it was like, "I'm gonna pass this one." Wait, are you passing on it or are you passing it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this this next one, he has two. He has one of them that's called toss, and then two modes that are called keep question mark and keep with green. <laughs> so I'm like, keep with green, <laughs> or it's in green text or whatever. So I'm like, oh man, you might change that one too because two of them are the same name. <laughs> but it's green yeah it's like those pie charts where it's like like would I have sex with anime pillows yes yes but in blue (laughs) (laughs) also yes but in blue Um, anyways love you guys thanks for listening every week I've been Sam that's been Knockington of the fifth dimension climate change Hell yeah. Deuteronomy. Let it all burn. The rapture's going to take us. (laughs) (laughs) Just just cut. We're done. (laughs) I'm tripping now. I don't even know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Like, why did you do that like in a redneck accent?